Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, still in verse 1. We began last time we were together this chapter, and we just got started on verse 4, and we read it again. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, even as we obtained mercy, we don't faint. You know, newborn babes of the faith, we know, must be fed. They must be nurtured and given the milk of the word. But such feeding is only for the eventual maturing of each and every one of us. Moving on to the meat of the word and to that eventual spiritual adulthood. Paul, he's very straightforward here in this passage. And he does not attempt to paint a picture of a Christian nirvana with, you know, flower-lined avenues. No, true ministry is innately an off-road experience. Complete with bumps and rocks, and even the occasional spill. Thankfully, God does not send us out there alone, but promises us that he will never leave us and never forsake us. One, however, must remember that Jesus was tested in every way just as we were tested. You can look it up, Hebrews 4.15. He knows that we must deal with all these things we face, and in this he gives us not only strength, but also mercy, so that we do not become overcome with discouragement and fatigue. He gives us mercy so that we do not lose heart and are tempted to walk away. Paul had both received and manifested his ministry through this mercy of God, quote-unquote. Without such blessing, look, we're apt to lose heart, grow tired of the relentless battle that we face as Christians. But Paul did not surrender, and Paul did not retreat. God was faithful to come alongside him and encourage him. It seemed he often did this through the interaction of the church, the greater church, the local churches. And he used these churches to strengthen Paul, just as he does us. You know, when the going gets tough. Paul wanted these believers to understand this great truth. There were, as he expounded upon in the last chapter, those who would attempt to exploit their difficulties by enticing others to abandon the frontline ministry and to join them in their version of their easy religion. Verse 2 says, But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. The Living Bible renders it, We do not try to trick people into believing. We are not interested in fooling anyone. We never try to get people to believe what the Bible teaches, what it doesn't. So, verse 2 in our original text, it begins with the word, but... So, right away, verse 1, he uh, read to us, but in verse 2 now he's saying, But Paul realized that there were going to be those among them that were deceivers. These were people who would skew the teaching of the Scriptures, 
and skew the truth of the faith in order to deceptively draw followers unto themselves. It's always been the case, all the way back to Paul, and it still exists today. And Paul, he never held back on this issue. He never pretended this didn't exist. He never held back from warning the flock, really, of any danger that they faced. He was a good shepherd, an under-shepherd anyway. He, to the leaders in the church of Ephesus, if you recall, back in Acts 20, 27-30, he warned them, saying, quote, I didn't shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Take heed, therefore, to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the assembly of the Lord and God which he purchased with his own blood. For I know that after my departure, vicious wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Men will rise from among your own selves, speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. You see, Paul, he was attempting indeed to diffuse the accusations of these wolves who are apparently accusing Paul of being the wolf. Paul was not going to just start throwing mud, but instead appealed for the people to just simply step back and look at what they had been taught. I mean, he could boldly declare that he had never lied to them, but he backed his words clearly through Scripture. Could these troublemakers do that? I mean, his record was clean, and those in Corinth, they could testify to that. However, those Paul was warning about, they would never come into the light for a godly discussion. No, they preferred to lurk in the shadows and, you know, lob innuendos from the trenches. The Phillips version renders verse 2 so clearly, saying, quote, We use no hocus-pocus, no clever tricks, no dishonest manipulation of the Word of God. We speak the plain truth and so commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the light of God, end quote. You see, Paul, he didn't just speak the truth. No, gang, he lived it out. He lived the hard stuff as well as the easy stuff. I mean, talking the talk is one thing, but walking the walk, well, that's something else. Paul was able to put his life out there as the proof of who he was. His character, his reputation, and his history, it all spoke of the truth of what was in him. He was not hiding anything from them, and they knew it. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.